What is going on everyone? My name is Andy. Welcome back to another FPL video. In this one we're going to go through six players to avoid for your game week one draft. There's also nine bonus players at the end as well. I know some of you are going to disagree with some of these picks so I'm going to give my reasoning and if you do disagree leave me a comment below. If you haven't already checked out Fantasy Football Hub there is a link in the description below to get signed up for them as well. More to come on that later. Otherwise let's jump into it. So let's start off with Kieran Trippier, last season's highest scoring FPL defender with a 198 points so that 6.5 million price tag is fully justified he's playing for a team that's solid defensively his attacking output is great and he's decent for bonus so why am i saying we should avoid him mostly because of the fixtures don't get me wrong if i had to play him against aston villa at home in game week one it wouldn't worry me that much but then you've got man city away liverpool at home and brighton away three teams that are very good from an attacking perspective therefore clean sheets are going to be hard to come by and we know trippier is great for assists you look at those underlying numbers 0.35 expected assists per 90 is excellent but i'm not sure that outweighs the fixture run that they have and after game week four the fixtures for Newcastle do get a lot better. They've got Brentford at home in game week five, Sheffield United away in game week six, uh, Burnley at home in game week seven, West Ham away, Crystal Palace at home, Wolves away, etc. The list goes on. There's plenty of potential there for clean sheets. And at that stage, it might be worth looking to bring Trippier in, but I'm not sure he's someone that we should be looking to start with. Can he get close to 198 points again? Possibly, but Newcastle do have Champions League to contend with as well this year. So we'll have to see how they cope with that. I just think there's enough against him to not start there at that 6.5 million price tag. And for 5 to 5.5 million, you can get quite a few defenders from other top six clubs as well. So I just don't think Trippier is worth going for in game week one. So next up is Ben White, and I can't quite understand why FPL have priced him at 5.5 million, especially when you can get Zinchenko, Gabriel, and Saliba for just 5 million. And those three players are just as secure for minutes, if not in some cases slightly better than Ben White. So I don't really see the reason to spend 0.5 million more. Yes, he got two goals, five assists last year, which was pretty decent, but his underlying numbers of 0.03 expected goals, 0.11 expected assists, don't really scream super attacking defender and obviously Arsenal have now signed Timber as well who can play right back and right centre back so he can cover different positions and it's not necessarily going to be the case that Ben White doesn't start the season playing regularly but if he is the right back and Timber can come on and play there as well he may come off and get subbed early possibly before 60 minutes as well I've seen some people speculating that Timber might play right back Ben White might move into one of the centre back positions but surely that's not going to be for Saliba and if it's for Gabriel you're then taking out your left footed left centre back so I don't really see it I don't think there's any reason to spend 5.5 million on Ben White just pick one of the 5 million Arsenal defenders instead my favourite right now is Gabriel so happy to say that I have partnered with Fantasy Football Hub for the 2023-24 season I would highly recommend checking them out they've got loads of tools that can help you do better at FPL the one that I think you're going to love is called My Team that's coming this weekend it's an AI team rating tool and the best thing is it will rate your team for absolutely nothing it's completely free all you have to do is get signed up there is a link in the description below if you do want to sign up to their memberships there's up to 50% off at the moment they'll help you win your mini league and if you don't they'll give you your money back you can't say fairer than that there are terms and conditions that apply I'll link them in the description below but for the my team tool like I said completely free you just need to get signed up link in the description below so let me say straight away if you could guarantee me that Evan Ferguson was going to get five 
five to six starts in the first six game weeks. So I'd probably put him straight in my FPL draft because he's a quality player and he definitely has the talent to outscore that £6 million price tag. I would not be surprised if in a few years' time he's going for big money to one of the top six clubs. But right now, he's still only 18 and we've seen that Brighton have managed him quite carefully. He only played 90 minutes once last season and that was on the last day of the season. Outside of that, he always got subbed off early and didn't always start and the problem for Brighton is they've got a lot of attackers playing in his position so there's Ferguson, Welbeck, Undav and they've obviously signed João Pedro as well now some of those players can play different roles they could play with two forwards at once one of them could play as the number 10 João Pedro could play on the left instead of Matoma but there's a lot of competition and longer term they've also got Europa League to contend with as well now we might start seeing a pattern at that point where certain players play in Europe certain players play in the Premier League and if Evan Ferguson is getting regular starts then I'm very much interested but I'm just not sure we can guarantee that right off the bat in game week one I would love him in the team because Luton at home is an enticing fixture Wolves away West Ham at home is not too bad either but if he's not getting regular starts for those first three game weeks then you're going into Newcastle at home and Man United away that just looks like a bit of a problem for me so very talented player I know everyone that's watching this who's Irish is really excited for the future and I do think he's going to be great but from an FPL perspective I just think there's probably better options to go for in game week one all right, let's talk about Andrew Robertson, 6.5 million Liverpool defender. They've got Chelsea away in game week one, Newcastle away in game week three. So two of the first three fixtures are not ideal for clean sheets. Outside of that, it's Bournemouth at home, Villa at home, Wolves away, West Ham at home. That's what makes up the first six game weeks. I'm not completely put off going for a Liverpool defender. I'm definitely going to consider Trent Alexander-Arnold. But part of the reasoning for that is how good he is from an attacking perspective. It's not quite the case for Robertson and a big part of whether we choose him or not in game week one or even think about him is going to depend on how Klopp sets up in pre-season if they continue with this strategy to have three centre-backs and Trent moving into midfield then that does make Robertson a lot less exciting of an FPL option we've seen in seasons gone past that he's done very well to keep up with Trent bombing up and down that left wing but I'm not sure that's going to be the case while he's playing as the left centre-back now to be fair over the season, his expected goals per 90 were 0.04, expected assists were 0.2, and I did have a look at the time period for when they went to that new setup, and he did still get a couple of assists, so it's not like he can't get any whatsoever, he's just nowhere near excite as exciting when he's playing in that kind of role, and when he costs 6.5 million, I find that hard to justify, I'd almost rather have Van Dyke for 0.5 million less, or even go to that 5 to 5.5 million bracket, so at some point we might consider Robertson we shouldn't forget that he's now 1.5 million cheaper than Trent Alexander-Arnold but unless he continues to be an attacking fullback I'm not sure I'm going to want him in my FPL team for game week one all right, put your hands up if you're still hurting from picking Isaac over Wilson towards the end of last season. I've got to put my own hand up. It did not go well whatsoever. And we know how good Isaac can be. At some point, he's going to be well worth paying 7.5 million for. But you'd want to be sure he's going to get minutes in that number nine position. And the problem is he's got a lot of competition from Callum Wilson, who's also excellent in that role. Now, they can play together. But when they do, Callum Wilson usually goes through the middle. And Isaac plays on the left. And he's just not 
not as effective there. We didn't see a huge amount of games with them playing together. So maybe it was just a small sample. Maybe if he's at plays off the left this season, he'll be great. But I'd want to see that before I commit to buying him. And I just think if Wilson's fit and Isaac's fit, there's too much worry about minutes. Obviously, if one of them gets injured... The other one's minutes as a number nine goes right up, and then it's a different conversation. But as things stand, the, the potential for Isaac to not consistently play number nine and the opening fixtures they've got means I'm probably just going to avoid him for game week one. So Gabriel Martinelli is probably the most controversial player on this list. I did um and ah about whether or not to include him. I know a lot of you are going to disagree. That's perfectly fine. Leave me a comment below. But I do think he's a player that I'm probably going to avoid in game week one, mostly because he's 8 million. So for 0.5 million more, I can get Odegaard or Saka. From an expected goals and expected assist perspective, they're all quite similar. And Saka's obviously got penalties as well. But more importantly, I think Odegaard and Saka are just better for minutes. And I know we've been before last season there was a period where Martinelli started getting subbed early there was one game where Trossard started ahead of him a lot of us sold him then he went on a run of starts loads of goals loads of assists and I'm not saying that he's only going to get like two or three starts in the opening six game weeks but I do think he's susceptible to being subbed early more so than an Odegaard or a Saka and also if we think back to last season I think there was certain circumstances why we kind of got that wrong. At the time he was being subbed early, Nketiah was playing through the middle, and Trossard was obviously cover on the left, but then Nketiah got injured, Trossard started playing as a number nine, Jesus was also injured, which left Martinez just having that left wing spot to himself. And when Jesus came back, Arsenal managed him very carefully, so when he had to be subbed early, it was Trossard that played as the number nine, which again left Martinez just to play in that left wing position. If we go into next year... And Jesus is fully fit. They've got Inketia, they've got Balogun, you know, who can play up front. Havertz can also play there. You don't necessarily need Trossard to play in that position quite so much. So if he's going to get subbed on, where is it? Probably left wing. Now, I might have this completely wrong. Like I said, disagree with me. But if we're talking about minutes between Martinelli, Odegaard and Saka... I think the latter two are slightly better. I think their underlying numbers are decent enough. And like I've said, Saka's got penalties. So Martinelli, great player. He's probably going to start the first six games and absolutely smash it now. But for me, because of that price point, I'd rather just pay 0.5 million for a different Arsenal midfielder. All right, just some bonus players for you as well. So we'll start off with Nick Pope at 5.5 million. Similar reasons to Trippier that I don't like those opening fixtures for Newcastle. To be fair, you need to think a little bit longer term with goalkeeper because it's not a position you want to spend a lot of transfers on. But if I'm spending 5.5 million, I'd probably rather go for Allison or Edison. In my case, I'm probably just going to spend 4.5 or 5 million. Cancelo, 6 million pound Man City defender, obviously went on loan to Bayern halfway through last season not sure if he's going to remain at the club if he does I don't think he's going to be in Pep Guardiola's good books and interestingly and I am very much paraphrasing here Pep said something like he wants defenders that can defend he's kind of realized that's what he needs to succeed and I'm not sure Cancelo fits that bill so probably not worth paying that money for Tyrone Mings 4.5 million a lot of people like him because of that price point obviously Moreno for Villa is 5 million but is he going to be nailed on it's a weird situation where they're looking to buy 
Pau Torres, who's also left-footed. So they're going to have two left-footed centre-backs. I'm not quite sure about that. So Means Minutes might be a problem next year. He's also not that attacking. You can get Matty Cash for the same price as well. Ivan Tony obviously suspended for a long time. Eight million is a fair price for him. And when he's back and available then we're definitely going to look at him when the fixtures are right for Brentford, but definitely not for game week one. Declan Rice and basically any defensively minded midfielder, just avoid. There's no points for tackles, interceptions, blocks and stuff like that. So it's only goals and assists. They just don't get enough. So you can just avoid all of them. Jaden Sancho, 7 million at Man United. Minutes, definitely not secure. As a Man United fan, I'm still hopeful at some point he'll show us what he's truly capable of. But if Man United sign a striker, obviously they're going to play number nine, Rashford on the left, Anthony on the right, Bruno Fernandes or Mason Mount as the number 10. And by the way, I don't mean that Bruno Fernandes is just not going to play. He would just play a little bit deeper if that was the case. There's not really room for Jaden Sancho as well. If he goes to another club, maybe it'll be worth paying 7 million, but not as things stand. Mudrick, I just think his minutes will be an issue at the start of the season. He obviously plays on the left. That's Sterling's best position as well. And unless we see something different in pre-season, I think Pochettino is going to choose Sterling with Mudrick coming on. Obviously, maybe playing in other competitions and maybe just slowly integrating him into the team but pre-season may well tell us a different story martinez and basically any man united defender that's not luke shaw i just don't think is worth paying for even though they're 0.5 million cheaper martinez when fit is absolutely nailed but very little attacking threat and the other players that do have some attacking threat like dallow I was going to say Wan-Bissaka, but probably not. They're just not nailed on anyway. So Luke Shaw is the defender to buy at Man United. And then Surridge, 4.5 million forward. He's currently the highest owned. The problem with that, and we saw it, I think, with Greenwood uh, last year at Leeds, is when they're that highly owned, they tend to get sold a bit more as the game weeks go. And then they start dropping in price. So it might be worth going if you're looking at a 4.5 million forward. And none of them are going to be regular starters just to get one that's a little bit lower owned. So there you go. That's six players plus nine bonus ones. Who are you avoiding for game week one? Is there anyone else on this list that I haven't mentioned that you think should be included? If so, leave a comment below. Make sure to check out Fantasy Football Hub if you haven't already. Link in the description below. And I'll catch you again tomorrow for another video. Sports Social Podcast Network.